Hello, everybody, and welcome to the intro-less intellectual saviors because we're lazy sons of bitches and we don't want to use Brad and nobody likes the girl and, uh, yeah. I'd like to use Brad. So, um... Is that a sex thing? One of your hosts, Eric. Of course not. Why is it always going to be sexual with you, dude? And I'm Boggs. All right, so... How you guys doing? Michael's not introducing himself. Oh, yeah. Um, He introduced himself as, like, I'm sexless or something. Hi, I'm Michael... Hi, Hello, Michael. everyone. Follow us on Twitter. So, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Most awkward opening ever. This, this is. because he just started blabbing on about shit. We don't have Which, by the music. way, speaking of you blabbing on, yeah. I hear you have a story about your week. No, I don't. He's not going to say it. <laughs> I don't. I guess I'll hear this later. No, I don't have any fucking stories for you, fuckhead. Wow. I got stories okay. for the people listening. Because I'm here to fucking educate and entertain. <laughs> That's my whole motive. You bitch So, dick. besides for that which you will not speak of, <laughs> what's been going on in your week? Nothing, man. It's been pretty fucking normal. I mean, just, you know, this weekend I watched the Super Bowl. You like the Super Bowl? Yeah, no, because I fucking hate the Patriots. I can't you believe you would have rather saw like the Seahawks win. Fuck yeah, dude! No, I what was wouldn't. the worst fucking call in history? Goddamn, second goal on the one yard line. You got probably one of the best running teams in NFL against a mediocre run defense. No, worst worst call in history was uh, what's that fuck six name that did that touchdown dance where it looks like he was taking a shit. I don't remember that. I believe the, he. I believe he did moon some people. Yeah. Who the hell was that? I don't know. Yeah, he like pulled his some pants down, dude. was acting like he was taking a poop in the end zone. <laughs> they cut it. They like once he, he like put his hands right on his hips, and they cut it like immediately. That's but that's not a play call though. That oh that that was still the worst call on the field by far. Dumbest touchdown I just, celebration I have ever seen in my life. Pete Carroll, and especially considering the outcome of the game, that looks really really. Juvenile Pete, of him. Pete Carroll should be fired for that fucking call. Just that one call can his ass. Well, there's a few things about that. First off, if you no. watched the no. Seahawks throughout the playoffs, no. gutsy calls it was is what got them to yeah. where they were. Yeah, gutsy calls. But when you so, have a chance to win the Super Bowl, I understand. You don't need to trick it up. But he was just. I don't know. He was just going with the flow. He was going with what's been working the entire time. No. And it just backfired on I was listening him. to a little sports radio today. I'm I not, agree. I'm not, I'm not one stupid to... Stupid fucking call. Yeah, I'm not... Let me finish on this one before you call me out for this one. <clears throat> as bad as that call was, giving it to Marshawn Lynch actually hasn't worked out for them very much on the two. He's like one out of five the entire season Yeah. on situations like that. But Having said that, what down was it? It was second. It was second down. Not like, even dude, a yard Dude, you got three second cracks down at it. less than a yard. Yes. All Marshawn Lynch had to do was like just Get a yard? fall over. Yes. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> I understand that. Grab the ball and just fall over. There's like 40 if they were actually seconds, like thinking. I think they still had a timeout. It's like, dude, yeah, they you did have a timeout. three fucking runs in a row. Yeah. If you don't make it, then you don't deserve to win the goddamn thing. Well, that's, that's what I would think, too. It's like, if Marshawn Lynch can't get you there, I mean, fuck, you tried, but... Now to be fair, again, like he's not really that successful at running at that situation. Uh, you know what? I don't but give a fuck. I, three. He my, was so prolific that game, though. My favorite setup ever was uh, that one touchdown that I was talking about. Um, right when they cut, it, they cut to uh, Sherman, who was putting up twenty four on his fingers, mm-hmm. like you know they're a badass and all that stuff, and like throwing in the Patriots' face, and then. Whenever they showed his reaction to the interception, <laughs> like when he like literally was crying, <laughs> oh, dude. he was literally crying. I saw a meme today that was great. It had that face, his reaction, and it said, "The test results are in, and you are the father." <laughs> dude, Ouch. very disappointing. Anyway, fuck the Patriots. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm actually okay with the Patriots winning because Richard Sherman is a smug douche. I don't give a shit. Dude. I just don't like and the Seahawks. I don't like Gronkowski. Pete Carroll's kind of a douche. I don't like fucking Brady. I don't See, like I'm fucking Belichick. I'm, I just really. I mean, besides for Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn Lynch is he cracks me up. I think he's funny. I do too, but he is also a, a pretty big douche. He is a douchebag. He I'm just curious why I don't douche. get fined. No, he's a fuck ca- you, dude. That's part of your job. He's a calculated douche. Okay. Unlike Richard Sherman, who's just a fucking douche. 
So he, Richard he, Sherman has here a are my examples that makes him really, really Richard smug. Sherman goes on and bitches and complains about how the NFL doesn't allow him to have his Beats headphones on whenever he's doing his post-game interviews because they have a clause in their CBA that says that they are not allowed to wear anything besides for NFL-backed sponsors. Uh, I think it's like two hours after the game or something like that. I can't remember the time frame. So, you know, any kind of post-game interviews and stuff, they're not wearing their sponsors. They're wearing NFL sponsorship stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's complaining that he can't have his headphones, that he, he's only allowed to have Bose headphones if he has any. Yeah. And he's bitching and complaining about this. I don't think Richard Sherman quite understands how he gets paid. How he gets paid is that the NFL pulls all their money together, including the money that they get from sponsors, which happens to be Bose for the NFL. All that money gets pulled into one giant pot and then gets split amongst everybody. So he has Bose money and beats money. Hey, fucktard, you're not able to get paid the way you're paid if it wasn't for those sponsorships. Fucking stupid. However, now Marshawn Lynch, he goes over there and says, I'm only here so I don't get fined. You all know why I'm here. Stuff like that, all while wearing his beast mode hat, which he did get fined for. But <laughs> his hats, they sold out within hours. Hours. The website said, we're sorry. We are trying to fulfill as many orders as possible. We will have a resupply very soon. You know, you can put in your email and stuff for whenever we get it back. Whatever he got fined, I guarantee you he made that threefold. Like that. Speaking of like advertising So he's stuff, calculated. Rich Sherman, idiot. You, what do you guys think about some of those commercials? Because there's one in particular that I wanted to fucking talk about. I think I fell asleep halfway I, through the Super Bowl. I really didn't pay attention to most of the commercials, to be honest with you. I don't really give a shit. I don't either. I don't care. I don't watch it for the fucking commercials. Nah, if you got girls in the room, you have to watch them, even though the girls are half No, I just talk to my friends and bullshit and no, drink no, no, more beer. I no. didn't even pay attention to them. There's one, though, that caught my eye. It was one for Nationwide, and the commercial was basically talking about how your fucking kids are going to die. Somebody told me about that. I completely missed it, I guess. Oh, my God, dude. It starts off, you know, it's like this fucking kid he's talking about. Like, I'll never, you know, fucking, this will never happen to me, or I'll never get married and all this stuff. And then it's so, it's such a morbid fucking commercial. It's like the, the announcer bitch comes on. We can't plan for everything, but blah, 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 You know, and it's basically, it's about if your fucking kids die and shit. It's like, what the fuck were they thinking, dude? It was like the biggest goddamn downer of a commercial ever i'm just like are they really trying to sell insurance right now what's going wow, on wow that's that's pretty morbid it's fucked up dude yeah i i would say try and find it try and pull it up and look at it just because it's just like okay like you know the commercials are always real over the top stupid yeah and funny and shit and then here comes this goddamn nationwide to bring everybody fucking down uh the one that really caught my eye was the anheuser-busch one and that i didn't even really see the whole thing all i saw was a guy like sniffing a beer out of a snifter and it said let them have their like pumpkin peach ales or something like that mm-hmm. and i was like what the fuck are they talking about and it was an anheuser-busch commercial so i was like okay i just i want to i want to look this up so i looked it up and i i don't really understand what the fuck anheuser-busch is thinking the ad was pretty much snubbing all of the beer aficionados that are out there on the planet and saying that they're stuck up and douchebags and don't like beer because they don't like their beer. That's exactly what the ad was saying. They said that they're proud to be macro brewed, not micro brewed because they brew on such a large scale. Mm -hmm. They also said that their brew is not something to be fussed over. And then that's when it showed the guy with the little hipster mustache, like sniffing out of the, the snifter. And it said it's for beer drinkers. Um, okay, Let, let's let's get real, Anheuser Busch. First off, one of your main ingredients is your in your brews is rice. The reason why you do that is to cut costs to make more money, and also it lowers the flavor. Barley gives it more flavor. Rice gives it less. So you want people not to have the beer flavor they're trying to make it. you're trying to make it the anti-beer they're trying to make doing. it palatable for the asians also i don't 
think you go one step further by using that... a bottom fermenting process. Works. How bottom fermenting works is that the yeast, it just, whenever it gets done, it just floats straight to the bottom. That's infectious. Mm. And it usually has to be done in colder temperatures. So like the, when you talk about the Coors Light ones that are like, it's cold fermented. It's like all fucking Pilsners are cold fermented. You that, dumb fucks. Not just you. That was a pussy joke. <clears throat> um, I got it. So they use the bottom fermenting process as well, making it less flavorful of a beer mm -hmm. and using the rice, making it less flavorful of a beer. And producing dog shit using bad ingredients, over-processed, watered-down garbage. That's all it fucking is. It's not good. I think what Eric's trying to say is he doesn't like Bud. You go to any, any website, any catalog, anybody that's not affiliated with Anheuser-Busch and look at the, the test scores, and these are blind test scores, mind you, it gets extremely low marks because it doesn't taste like a beer. What's even funnier about it is that actually Anheuser-Busch, the Budweiser brand, or the Budweiser beer, not Bud Light, but Budweiser, is more of a Czech beer. It was actually a Czech, um, it, it, I'm sorry, a Czech recipe. And they talk about how it's an American beer. It's not. Rice. So it's not even American. Rice sounds American to me. Right. Should be brewing that shit with burgers. So instead of... Budweiser with all their money, all their clout, fucking beef. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of going out there and saying, "Hey guys, we know that your palates are changing as beer tasters. We know that the uh, paradigm is shifting in America as far as beers. So we are going to stick to our guns and keep making shit, and we're going to advertise the fuck out of it and call you stupid <clears throat> at the same time." And shove it down all the simpletons' throats that don't know any better. This is marketing one-on-one for me. We've uh, learned two things tonight. Fuck the Patriots. And fuck Budweiser. And just so and you know, the, the contrast to top fermenting beer is that whenever the ferment pro fermentation process is done... Why did you write that down? The yeast floats to the top and then drops down. So it leaves a fuller body, more residual sugars... This motherfucker is telling us how to make beer right now. And actually, because of the top fermenting process, it can be brewed in warmer temperatures, and it takes less time. Did, what the hell happened to the show? Well, I'm educating. We went I'm educating from... people on beer and not letting them being brainwashed by bullshit from Anheuser-Busch. Oh. Basically, we're intellectually saving beer. <laughs> beer. I'm not saying that I all top fermenting beer is what we is intellectually crap, save. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I'm saying that the processes in which they use make it kind of the anti-beer. They're trying like hell to get rid of what beer is. And that's what they sell to you. Um, well, I, then. I don't even have a good segue off of that. Speaking of <laughs> processes that are bad. Oh, do you have something? No, I was, hope I was hoping that was where you were headed. Oh, here's something that's bad. So here in the great state of Texas, you know, like after Sandy Hook, like all the conservatives and stuff went crazy about how we need to start arming teachers and shit. There's a bill that's probably going to get passed the way it's looking that was um, put in by one of our good Republican state reps. And it's called the uh, Teachers Protection Act. So get ready for this. For If, if it happens here, it's going to take place in other conservative states. So this is what to look forward to. So the bill would authorize instructors, teachers, to use force or deadly force on school property, on a school bus, or at a school-sponsored event in defense of the educator's person or defense of students. It also would give them the right to use deadly force in defense of property of the school that employs the educator. So if, like, someone's graffiti in it, you can just fucking cap that ass. What the fuck? Isn't that awesome? Um, and the best part about it is it grants civil immunity to all those who use deadly force... In, mm. in these circumstances. Yeah, that's not good. You don't think that's a good one? <clears throat> no, not good at all. I like that. You can't fucking catch a kid. And so, no. You, I'm going to tell you. You're, you you guys don't bathroom, like a kid. You shoot him and then just put him. a spray can bottle in his hand. And I'm going to awesome. tell you guys a story about why this is so terrible. Uh-oh. Um, I recall I was in college. 
I was in this Texas history class. This was actually a conservative guy. Um, God damn, I can't remember his name. He was an instructor there, but he was going over a couple of reasons why a lot of, uh, like, honestly, his main point was elections are kind of dumb, mm-hmm. just inherently. Um, but one of the reasons why Definitely was... agree with that. One of the reasons why is they elected, the, the county elected a really conservative constable, right? And this guy pulled someone over for speeding. Mm-hmm. That's all they did, mm-hmm. right? They were speeding. And he's like, I don't know, he's like an 85-year-old man or something. And sorry, I just kicked your mic. <clears throat> he pulls the guy over, he gets out, and the guy chews him out for pulling him over to begin with. So mm-hmm. the old man fucking shoots him in the face for arguing over a speeding ticket. And he's like, that's exactly why, you know, training courses and education are really important when you're electing an official. Because even like it's a constable, it's not like that's somebody who's making, you know, county policy or city policy decisions. But he decided to kill someone that day. Because they argued with him. And that's why this is really dumb. I can't think of a better reason not to kill somebody. (laughs) Kids arguing with the teacher in class. Yeah. He was coming at me. Everybody saw it. Yeah. With his words. I think it's awesome. I love that law. I love the immunity part of it the most. It makes me want to be a teacher. I was about to say, do you want to become a teacher now? (laughs) Makes me want to become an educator. Does that apply to me? I was about to say every mass serial killer on the planet. I wonder if that applies to me. I don't I don't actually I'm not employed by a school district, but I I work at a s an at an education facility. I don't Uh, I don't doubt it. I think it would have to probably be an actual you know, public publicly funded school publicly funded school for this. I don't know. It doesn't say, so fuck it. We'll just read it however we want. School sponsor event, whatever, dude. Next time you guys are having a little Christmas thing with music, just recital. fucking open fucking fire on them bitches. The words recital. <laughs> the music is fucking assaulting my ears because I know they all suck if you've taught them. Okay, so I, I saw this and I everybody knows who uh, Ayn Rand is, right? You know like fucking I can't get over I the last thing th- you said I think to me. I talked about that bitch yeah, once before you have I mean I'm just saying and how I thought it was funny that conservatives use her as a moniker yes. for a lot of their philosophies so today even though she's completely anti-conservative today's February 2nd for those who are listening at a different date than we're recording this today is her would have been her 110th birthday so they had an article about her and I, I know she's an awful whore but this it was I don't pretty, know about the whore part but awful wow. yes uh, whatever don't speak ill of the dead, guys. Okay, so I. All right. This is Hitler great. was awesome. Yeah, Hitler was awesome. He was the best. So. I didn't speak ill of the dead. We, we need to get clips of that. Damn it! Damn it! Damn you! Damn! Damn it! Go ahead. <sighs> Jews got what they asked for. So here's the thing. Um, Whoa! I just said, Whoa. don't speak ill of that the dead. That would have been something. That's Hit- n- that's something Hitler that, would have said, not me. You just spoke ill of millions of dead. <laughs> so. so <laughs> All at once. Good job, buddy. Good I hope job. I hope there is a hell so we can put you. We there. were just talking about one dead bitch. Now you're talking about millions, <laughs> millions of dead innocent people who were gassed. Eh, who knows? Some of them were burnt to death or something. Why? Why does anybody listen to this show? So why? I don't know. Sometimes anyway, I really doubt what the fuck we're doing. So I got this article and they had some quotes that she had said and there's some interesting. Speaking of the Jews. She said that oh, um, shit, she's talking about Israel being socialist, but the Arab, Arabs being a bunch of savages. And these are pretty good quotes, as she said. She's talking about why she backs Israel over the Arabs. Oh, we can't back both because we do financially. She said, when you Go have on, civilized men fighting savages, you support civilized men. No matter who they are, Israel is a mixed economy inclined towards socialism. But when it comes to power of the mind, the development of an industry that is wasted, desert continent... Versus savages who don't want to use their minds, then no one cares about the future of civilization. God damn, I wish I could read. Don't wait for the government to do something. You're not even drinking. Dude, I've had a fucking long week. Oh, yeah? Nope. Let's see. <laughs> um, I love this. This was my favorite one. This is She's talking about <laughs> white people versus um, the Native Americans. Oh, no. If I don't fuck this up, this is the best quote ever. Like, this is one you'll want to pull shit from. Better from the Mad Lib? Yeah, better than the Mad Lib. I just said from the Mad Lib like an idiot. I, and I'm saying of, by, and for, motherfucker. That Mad Lib was terrible. Big bone gooch. Uh, the Native Americans didn't have any rights to the land that there was no reason that any of them to... Gr- 
Wait a minute. Let me read that again. Any, there was no reason for anyone to grant them rights. This sounds a little fucked up. Okay, which they had not conceived and were not using. What was it that they were fighting for? If they opposed white men on this continent, for their wish to continue a primitive existence, their right to keep part of the earth untouched, unused, and not even as property, just keep everybody out so they will be able to live practically like animals, or maybe a few caves about it, any white person who brought the element of civilization had the right to take over this continent. <laughs> I love that. She's awesome, dude. Now I see why the right likes her. She's pretty fucking great, right? It's because she's a selfish bitch, man. Please, sir, please. That sounds horrifically inhuman. Oh, you think that's bad? Okay. Here's here's Ayn Rand on spending. It continues. Here's Ayn Rand on spending money on or public money on persons with special needs. Yep. Here You're serious? This is where it gets into the conservatives love her. This is the best one. It's the attempt to bring everybody to the level of the handicapped. It includes the mentally retarded, subnormal children who are not able to learn. So in the end of spending thousands of millions of taxpayer dollars, you're left with a half-idiot who may learn to read and write. May. Yes. Yes. Do you love her now? Would you like to fuck that? Would you like to tear that up? She wasn't hot. By any stretch of the uh, imagination. That sounds that sounds horrifically cruel. She definitely had to use her mind. Was she and she was obviously Christian, right? Uh, mm, I don't think she was Christian actually. She might have been an atheist actually. I, I think she was more towards the uh, atheist agnostic side. Yeah. I believe I'm not 100 percent sure on that, so do not take okay, me back so check that. That that might be the worst atheist slash agnostic <laughs> person I've ever ever even heard of. What like I've never heard of an atheist or an agnostic that wasn't human. But it you me know, up compassionate that she's about hailed from these Christians as being this great writer with these revolutionary ideas, and it's she like, probably was Christian then. I mean, she is backing like everything that you believe, but that is contrary to what your God teaches. Well, so the fun thing is, remember that. She's like an idol of Paul Ryan, who was vice presidential candidate last time for the Republicans, and he makes every one of his staffers read her books. Oh, I bet he does. No, he does. It's it's a known thing. I mean, it's out there. Yeah. I, one of my favorite things that she ever said was she was talking about altruism as being the one of the biggest evils in the world. See, this just sounds like a <laughs> this honestly, this sounds like a bit at this point. Like I don't even understand how you think that that's an evil in the world. That's like a social science studiable thing. Altruism? That's just fucking going out and helping people, you know, spend your money. A lot of it stuff. is, but a lot I mean, of that's it's basically also... What it so any, if you're helping people, you're an evil piece of shit. Apparently. Yeah, she was very, like I said, she was very selfish. She, uh, she believed in the self. She believed in only helping the self. And self-preservation was like her ultimate goal. So okay, I'm going to make a really was... trite, trite comparison, but mm -hmm, seriously, mm -hmm. doesn't that just sound like the Sith to you? Yeah. You guys ever played like Knights of the Old Republic and just like gone through that entire God, part of the game. It was a great game. It was a great game. The uh, Do you remember going through the Sith compound and they like teach you about Sith philosophy and it's yep. very much about like Talking survival. About the ancient of, ruins. Yeah, survival yep. of the fittest. You like replace your master by killing them. It's always about you. It's a fucking arrogant filled world. That's what this bitch sounds like. You know, you guys... Oh, she was very arrogant. You guys just talk more about video games than Digital Frustrations does <laughs> in <that> episode. <laughs> well, and I, video I game play podcast. a lot of video games, man. <laughs> I play Magic, I play League of Legends. Anyway, if I'm not doing music and I don't have Claire, all I do is sit around, jerk all, off, and play games. All I wanted to say was happy birthday to Ayn <laughs> Oh, happy birthday. Go fuck yourself, bitch. <laughs> so, I just wanted to get that out there. We didn't how, want to forget about her. How could birthday. you be that incompatible? Like, you would, if she were in any of those positions, this is the thing that always pisses me off about those people. Uh -huh. It's that person that when they're in trouble, they're the ones who are like, well, I was responsible. This just happened to me. This was a nope. circumstance that couldn't be avoided. So you should be compassionate for my situation, but as soon as yeah. anyone else is in that situation, fuck you. You put yourself there. This was your fault. You should have been responsible. You could have done something to avoid this. Your son's retarded must have been your you sperm. Sorry. You should have not been born mentally handicapped. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> fuck you all. Whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. Why are you so mean? I don't... I don't know. Well, it's story time with Uncle Michael again. Get ready to suppress some childhood memories. God, 
damn it, this isn't where I wanted to go. Eric, you fucked me. Okay, so basically, we've been doing this show for over two years now. And we don't ever really talk personal stuff on the show. I said for last week when Boggs took over the whole fucking episode and talked about his fucking lovers. So he kind of stole my thunder. Because what I wanted to do was I thought that I would let the listener get to know On a side note, I did listen to that last episode and I was a little mean to Boggs. So I apologize on that. I will never apologize to you, sir. Because you started going into another story and I was like, I don't know. Boggs is just talking about himself and like nobody fucking cares. Yeah, you... (laughs) He was trying to take over and talk about something else, I'm sure. Probably probably some bathroom incident so at McDonald's mean to me to or something. You're like, okay, I guess I'll save it for later. <laughs> oh, poor Boggs. Before you start, I'm let me just say... I'm apologizing. Why are you I, giving me that puppy dog look? Come I on, have don't to... make this about you. This is my segment. Boggs? Shit. <laughs> so... Anyway, so like I said, I, the game plan is I figured I will tell a little personal story. I'd let the listener get to know me a little. And this is going to be either stories like from basically teens to late 20s. I'm not nothing in the recent like decade because, you know, got to keep people out of the fucking fold that maybe still be in the life. Oh, Boggs, you could sit back down, sir. Oh, no, he's getting comfortable I want for you your to, story. I want you to fill in here occasionally. So I'm going to tell a story that I told you guys pretty recently. I'm going to start off with a subtle one and then I'll work into some of the more fucked up shit later so there's when i first met eric uh, this is around the same time i uh we used to hang out and stuff and i didn't have a girlfriend at the time because i came out of a real bad relationship and stuff so i kind of swore off women for a while and then i kind of got back into the uh, you know it'd be nice to have a fucking girlfriend again and stuff so i started kind of playing a little bit and i met this girl who i refer to as the young and eric knows her well <laughs> so she was uh Barely 18 years old, high school senior, uh, living with her folks. Now, I met her, and I was 28 at the time, but our birthdays were literally like a few days apart. So she just turned 18, I just turned 28. And I couldn't really see her and hang out with her because she was a high school girl living with her folks. So we would just meet up at places here and there and hang out. And, uh, like, but we had special moments together and stuff. And, uh, so I never actually slept with this girl but she loved to fucking go down on the fucking day and the great thing about her was she never expected anything in return like she let me play with her a little bit hey bogs guess what she let me suck on her fucking tits <laughs> so i got to do that kind of stuff but no no other thing man it was like touch tickle kiss lick whatever and then she would fucking give me head and i'd fucking blow a nut and it was good times right fun times so, like, I would hang out with her, and occasionally, like, her folks wouldn't be there. They'd, like, take off, and I'd go hang out with her for a couple hours while they were out and about doing whatever they were fucking doing on the weekend. I can only imagine what they might have been doing. So, anyway, so I'd go over there and hang out with her and let her fucking do her business and shit, and I'd be like, hey, it's nice seeing you. Peace out. So, like I said, she's in school. So, like, I guess one day she had a day off of school. So, she's like, hey, why don't you come over? You know, I'm fucking off. Parents are both at work. We'll spend the day together hanging out. And I'm like, fuck it. So I called in sick at work, slept in a little bit, went over there. And anytime I went over, I'd always park my car down the street. You know, I wouldn't park in front of the house. I'm not a fucking idiot. I know what's up, right? Got to be able to make quick escape. You know, want to fucking be seen. So I go over and we're fucking around and stuff. She's doing fun things to me and stuff because she's a great girl. And like we're there. I'm over there for a little while. And she had a dog. Dog starts fucking going ape shit. So she goes to fucking see what the dog's doing. She's gone for like a minute. She fucking runs back in there and panicking. She goes, my fucking dad's home. My dad's home. There's like no way I'm getting out the window she had in her fucking room. And I got no fucking pants on or anything. So I'm scrambling trying to grab my shit. And I fucking jump in her closet to hide. And I'm like literally pulling like clothes and shit over top of me. And I hear her fucking dad talking. He's like coming down the hall to the room. And she's like trying to get dressed real fast so she can get the fuck out there with him. So the one fucking day, the old man, like she's home. It's like the motherfucker had radar or something. He like comes home to have lunch. So I'm in the closet fucking half naked. Got to piss so bad. Fucking buried under clothes. It's like if you've seen E.T., the part where they're hiding E.T. from the fucking the fed and shit, and there's all the, the fucking, you know, the stuffed animals and shit. You see E.T.'s face sticking out of it. That's like me with a face of panic. So I'm just like, dude, 
I'm this fucking much older guy fucking hiding in this goddamn 18-year-old girl's closet as her fucking parents. Or Were you her, questioning uh, your life choices at this point? Dude, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. I have questioned so many of my life choices, and this is one of those times where it was just like, this is the fucking. This is the end, dude. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get my ass kicked. I'm going to prison. There's something bad. Is not. Nothing good's coming out of this situation. So I'm in there. And it's, I swear to God, dude. He had to been home. Like I, I don't know how long his fucking lunch was, but it seemed like he was there forever. You know. And I'm just in there, like trying to be quiet. Fucking like, uh, fucking breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's like I don't want to make any fucking noise. I don't want the dog fucking coming or anything. So I'm fucking just sitting there, sitting there, fucking reading out. So he finally goes he gets up fucking leaves she comes back in there and she's okay he's gone you know i get up i'm like holy shit i go i go what the fuck it's, she's like don't worry about it. he's gone now and the first thing she does is try and fucking just get my goddamn underwear off again <laughs> so she start fucking doing stuff i'm like hold the fuck up i was like fuck this shit i am out of here dude i was like all fucking nervous wreck at this point i don't think i could have got it up anyway so i'm like getting my clothes and shit together i fucking got the fuck out of dodge and then I talked to her a couple times in between. And then, like, a couple weeks later, I, like, fucking met her up at the mall. And I had this discussion. I was like, yeah, I don't think I can see you anymore. <laughs> I was like, I don't think this shit's going to work out. <laughs> this is not – this is just wrong. You see, it only takes one time. And then you learn your fucking – you learn that you're doing bad things, right? And I never did that again, Boggs. Not one more time that I ever sneak into a teenage girl's room and fucking <laughs> – when her parents weren't there. At least – Michael has a great ending to the story where he learns his lesson. Uh, that's the whole point. Kids, if you're listening to this right now, because I know it sounds like that's shit that would happen in a movie, it will fucking happen, and you got to be very quiet. For a long period of time. For a long time. Don't fucking breathe. I mean, make sure you pull clothes on top, or you get in a corner and ball up. Fucking, I was like in the fetal position, like fucking thumb in my mouth. Like, oh, God, let me tell this. <laughs> so... Luckily, because her dad was a big fucking dude, he would have beat the shit out of me. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I would have been fucked up <laughs> real bad. And plus, it's th- the worst part is, too, it's like not only getting your ass kicked, but getting your ass kicked when your fucking junk's flying around because you got no fucking <laughs> pants. or Because I couldn't even find my shit. Like, she ran in and she goes, oh, my God, my fucking dad's home. And it's just like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I going to do? And she's like, you need to hide. And it's like literally, it's like trying to squeeze under the bed or fucking the closet. So closet fucking one out. So anyway, so there's always that. So I'm just going to say, parents, if you come home and your fucking kids are acting weird, go check the fucking closet. That's what I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> that's the advice I got for you. So that's it. That's the first story. That's first story time. Hopefully the others, they're not all going to be good. They're not all going to be funny. Just life stories. Just life stories. Life lessons. And I'm imparting to the listener. So, Thank you. So Thank kind, you. sir. So Thank kind you. to Thank you. share your wisdom. <laughs> But always park down the street. <laughs> Never park always down park down the street. That was a lifesaver, I guarantee it. Because otherwise, he would have fucking where is he? He's <laughs> coming. So Michael, that what your car looked like? I probably not. But if I would have parked right in front of her in her driveway or something, yeah, that would have been bad news. You don't where park is down he? Michael's like park across the street. They don't know. At that better. point, would That's you just naked true. yourself dive out the window? If they don't know what your car looks Dude, like. Dude, if I would not even know that they're seeing you, then. I'm going to put it this way. If I would have had pants on, I would have been out her fucking window. There's no doubt about it. I would have got out the window. But I couldn't get my fucking clothes or get them on fast enough to get the fuck out of there. Oh, side note to that story about... Um, Four years later, after she had been to college, she went to Utah and came back. Fucked her. So, thank you. Woo! Finally made it happen. <laughs> applause for me. Went what? to Utah? No, no applause for me. Yeah. She was a running Ute. I bet she uh, got a lot in Utah. I don't know. Maybe. They're all really repressed, so yeah. Yeah, I, they, I, they fuck a lot in Utah. A lot of anal up there. The Mormons. A lot of everything. <laughs> what old girl told us they had to do it. We got to do it in the butt because <laughs> it doesn't make it. Remember, what's the fucking your friend's name? She told us that. I don't what would about they call it? themselves? Utans? I don't even know. I, I don't remember. No, the running Utes, dude. Utah Utes, running Utes. They're Utes? They're just Utes? Yeah. She was a Ute. That's weird. Ute? Yeah. It was fun while she was there. She used to send me pictures and stuff. Mm. It was good huh. times. Yeah. She was cute. No tits. How old is she Real now? pretty. Well, she's 10 years younger than me. And, and you're 39? I'm 40, so <laughs> she's either, she's either 20, nice. 20, she's 30. Cause she's, is yeah. she? Yeah. 
Still, still Facebook friends? <laughs> Actually, I'm just, I'm just, you know. She, she is, but I haven't talked to her in years, a couple of years. Hmm. But uh, don't worry about it. She's got like a fucking boyfriend who makes a lot of money. They live outside Damn of Houston it. in a yeah, big I house. Can't. You can't compete. I can't you're, compete with them. You're a the fucking big failure. Money. You can't compete. Wow. I'm just, hey, dude, I'm just, wow. this is on, we're in the trust tree. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the air, you asshole. <laughs> oh, sorry. Strike that, listeners. He's a great guy. Send him, send him pics. <laughs> Intel savers at gmail.com. God damn it. What? Actually, if you could just forward those to. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'll just get a bunch What's of dick pics. Be like, I have no idea. Let's see what Eric's got in his closet. It's time for Eric Pitches a Product. Speaking of closets. Yeah, right? What? Last week is toilets, this week is closets. Um, <laughs> Look what this teenage girl's got in her closet. <laughs> So, this week, I have two products. And these are brought to you by Brad wow. from uh, We The Gamer. Whoa. Look at Brad contributing to the show. And Digital Frustrations. Um, the first one, which I thoroughly liked, was, and I, I would imagine that you'd have to use uh, Bluetooth in order to do this. I guess you can have a uh, IR blaster built into the TV to make this happen, but... I think it would be better with Bluetooth. Um, so that would be a little bit more expensive technology. But it would be a button that's on your TV that you would click. And then it would have either you could have a speaker on your remote or uh, some kind of, uh, I don't know, rotator or something. So where it would vibrate so you can locate where your remote is. Mm. A lot of people have a problem with losing the remote. I do like this. So you press the button, and like I suggested to Brad, I would say, like, if you could customize what it says, mm-hmm. like, instead of just saying, I'm over here, it'd say, like, hey, fucktard, I'm under the cushion again, or something like that, you know? I'm under the cushion again. Or, hey, asshole, over here. That would be fun. Like, I you could just customize that. it. I would fucking do that. Would you mm-hmm. buy that, Michael? What do you th- I don't do you know if that option would mm-hmm. necessarily be available because I, I seriously doubt any major corporation would want to go for that. But I think that's a pretty brilliant idea. That's a that's definitely a problem that many, many people have had. And it'd be a quick, easy solution. And also because, I mean, you know, people that have dogs that like to hide shit or, you know, they have little kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm You have no idea where it's going to be. That. That's why I think Bluetooth would be better because then it could go through walls and it has a little bit more distance. An IR blaster is a little bit harder because it's very limited to the space that's just in the general vicinity of the TV. So There you go, gulpy. Or with like the, the way Bluetooth that TVs idea. are set up right now, it could have some kind of Wi-Fi capability to where the remote itself hooks up to your network. And then so you can find it anywhere in your house as long as you have a network like signal. GPS on your remote. Essentially, yeah. By the way, uh, they're starting to do things now where you can get apps on your phone to be your remote control. Did you know yep. that? Mm-hmm. Yep. That shit's tight. Yeah, Samsung has that. Can you imagine uh, if you Direct could... Direct TV, I think, has one. Yeah, can you imagine if you could do that, like, GPS with your phone? Like, if somebody stole your phone, you could just walk up to your TV and be like, click, there's the GPS signal. I know where my phone is they now. They have that, dude. You can get on your computer and track your phone. Yeah. Damn. Yep. <sighs> Too late. God damn it. Um, the other mm-hmm. one... A little bit more on the risque side. Oh, Valentine's Day's coming um, up. What's up, girls? So you guys have heard of uh, penis implants, right? Yeah, I, was, I don't. Think I get I'd, the idea. I don't think I. This one would be a battery-operated penis implant, mm. and it would have different settings to where you can make your junk vibrate <laughs> on command. <laughs> 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 is this something like you put on it, or you actually have an implant? No, it's implanted in your junk. Yeah, just that doesn't seem good. People already do penis implants, so you might as well put a fucking battery in there and fucking make it vibrate yeah. on command. This is only a dude, good idea if you could put the rabbit head thing on the top. I so you're in competition with another dude yeah. at a bar, and you're talking to this chick, and you're like, "Hey, my dick is not only way bigger than his, or not maybe way bigger. Sometimes chicks are a little scared of that. But how are you gonna so not know, only how are you gonna is my know? dick better than that, but it also vibrates whenever the fuck I want it to. How do you know yours is bigger? Do you have Boggs go fill it first? Well, I'm assuming <laughs> that if you have a penis implant, you enlarged it, goddammit. It still that. might not That's be that big. I mean, if you get the thing to begin with. Are what? How big is your penis? Like a toe? It's not Like a little big. pinky toe? It's not that big. So like enlarging it is like to average size? 
I mean, I think mine is. And not only that, but if you're hitting on a chick, the last thing you want to say is, hey, baby, my dick is average size. I'm fine with that. I don't have a problem. It's better than saying it's really small. It's probably about average. That's not bad. Now, to be fair, Eric. That means I'm better than 50% of the guys out there. Let me, no, actually not at that, all. That's, that's not what average how averages means. work. That's not at all. A, yeah. <laughs> no, if no, you're no. average, then that means you're probably bigger than half the fucking guys, right? Because you're the no. fucking average, motherfucker. That's no, not how average no, that's not Oh, how I'm average. sorry. It's no. the median. I got the fucking median size penis. How about that? Is that better, motherfucker? Oh, my God. Is that more fucking no. accurate? No, it's not. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> motherfucker. I didn't know your math whiz. Now tell me what the fuck. How do I need to term that then? The majority is the average, sir. So there's no way you could be better than fifty percent with the average. You're in the middle of the pack. It doesn't mean there's fifty percent below you. <laughs> that's what I said. I'll fucking change the median. You fucking cunt. There's probably oh god, the median not, is like the fucking work middle either. number. Okay, do you, do you, oh my god, Michael. Let's, okay, let's just let's just move on. Do you know what a move bell curve on. is? Well, move, let me fucking put it this way, move asshole. On. There's like two billion Asians, so the chances are I'm bigger than fucking half the people out there. <laughs> So fuck you. Okay. You racist hold on, son hold on, of a bitch. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to ignore all of that and just ask you this. Have you ever worked with the bell curve? What? Have you ever ever done math with the bell curve? God, just move Dude, on. Dude, like 75% of everyone bell is at the is average. Bell curve is fucking racist. You're racist, What? Sir. Okay, we're done. I just, saw a just, book on that. Just move just on. The bell speaking of dumb, shit-ass, cunt, bitch-ass, fuckface over here, go what? on about your stupid Ebola virus bullshit vaccine shit-ass, cunt dick. But he, Whoa. What, but Whoa. I'm not done talking about penis implants. I want to talk more about penis implants. <sighs> what else would you like to know, sir? Does it do anything else but vibrate? Can you have other settings on there? Uh, other yeah, vibrate sure, Like a jackhammer one or something? Yeah. Yeah, that goes forward and backward. It'd have a piston? <laughs> yeah, it just fucking pumps. Diggy, <laughs> diggy. You just lay on her and just let it fucking do all the work. You can, be, you it can looks do figure like a mini car piston. <laughs> you can do the car piston in figure eight style, so it just starts making a figure eight inside there. No? Well, you fucking stretch that shit out, and then it's not good for anything anymore. You don't stretch it out. You if just... it's fucking doing figure eights in there. Yeah, that's definitely. That's stupid. That's... You're a fucking no, dumbass. I don't think you guys understand the pattern. Oh, there. fuck you. It's the piston, but it's not just one point. It's in figure eight points. I mean, I would imagine that you'd have to use pretty advanced technology, and you have to use, like, uh, the batteries that they use in pacemakers and stuff like that, because obviously it's not something that you can just hey, interchange. Man. Although there is a lot of technology coming out with wireless battery charging. So eventually, maybe it'll get to the point to where you can like charge your penis via Wi-Fi. I just wish, I just want mine to work. As long as it works, that's all I care about. I don't care if it fucking vibrates or has See, piston that power. You would be the perfect you know candidate for this technology. I remember when so I was. So you could get a penis implant. So then you could make it enlarge whenever the fuck you wanted. And you can make it vibrate and do all kinds of crazy tricks. I'll tell you guys woman. something, man. I remember when I was 28 and getting blown by an 18 year old girl in her cl- closet. <laughs> it was those were the good days when it would just just come right up. Now it's just so much more work than it used so, to be. So, <laughs> thank you, Brad, for those wonderful. Uh, Get wonderful on that, Brad. Ideas. I, I need one. I had a couple of other Eric pitches of product ideas, but those were just so good. I had to, I had to go for it on that one. So, I, I need one of those. Let's get on that. I need that implant. <laughs> God damn, I hate my life. Anyway, what Michael are we doing? will sneeze and we'll just hear. No, I was going to say, tonight, for the serious part of the show, for the last 15 minutes or so, because Boggs has been taking over Facebook, for those who actually look at our Facebook, and you've posted a ton of shit recently about like vaccinations and stuff like that. Sure. Well, I mean, it's kind of a big thing in the news because we had that whole thing out of Disney World where we had the measles outbreak. Yes. Where. Womp. It's now up into the like upper 80s. Yeah, that have been infected. Yeah, it's like they said it's, it's over 70, but they're saying it's probably like closer to like 80 some, and they're saying like 30 some babies were infected because of it, and uh, it's kind of fucked up. Like I was looking they, just for statistical purposes because I like the shit they're talking about how like it's um, the most cases they've had. You know, like I can't remember since the fucking vaccination. <laughs> they had like 700 fucking some odd cases last year. It's like on the rise, like threefold. Um, the thing about it is, and like we've talked about this before, the cases is like a lot of it comes from religion because you get like the Christian science fucking people. And I think, he, what was the one up here? There's one here in um, North Texas. Was it a Baptist church? I think. I don't even remember. But there's a church out there that had a big outbreak. Know, probably a lot. 
And they do the studies on this, and they said because I mean, I mean, which makes sense. This isn't like new well, information. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's not just the religious communities that have this anti-vaccination campaign that's been going on. There's also liberal yeah. communities that have been doing it as well because, I mean, and it is sort of a proven science that there are some cases in which it leads to autism or anything like that. But it's a like a lot of people will tell you, it's a matter of balancing your odds. So it's like, okay. Well, that's not proven, the whole thing with autism. It's a lot of, there's a lot of subject science in it, but that's what they use as an argument for it. So I'm just saying that there are liberal communities as well that do it. Yeah, that's the It's not just religious people that don't vaccinate vaccinate their children. But I love this, though. This was, (laughs) recent studies have found that unvaccinated people tend to cluster together in the same community which allows the contagious disease to spread it's like yeah they're communicable no shit most of them are I mean, communicable the, diseases yeah is that fucking newsworthy um yeah th- that's the thing that you know, every time we talk about vaccines like that and people are very anti-vaccine they're not going to realize how important that shit is until they realize oh vaccines don't eradicate viruses and there actually are needed because you still have viruses in you you just beat them every time you know why because it's really hard to get the flu when everyone has the vaccine and you don't get it. You're like, how did you get most of your diseases? Because you're in contact with other people who have it. You know what I mean? The only thing... It's and called we, herd immunity. We did our show on vaccinations, and I kind of listened to it because I was a little shitty about it. Um, not arguing that it gave fucking kids all, autism or something, but my thought on it was just the fact that I just don't appreciate the way they give the kids so many shots because, like, we went through the stuff with some of the shots, the adjuvants they use, like, you know, where they have mercury or aluminum. They have fucking formaldehyde. I mean, they have all this shit in these shots that are basically toxins that they don't need, and the government allows them to have so much of this stuff. And my theory on it was this. I'm like, look, I'm all about it. My kid's got all his fucking shots. I'm not one of these fucking crazy people. If I have another kid, they'll get their shots too. But it's just one of those things where we give so many shots to these kids so fast and, you know, they're regulated so as though these companies can put, you know, a certain percentage of mercury or something in a fucking vaccination shot. And then they, no, 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 it's, it's not the kind of mercury that'll fucking kill you. It's a different kind of mercury. It is though. <laughs> but it's, it's the, it's the, it's the equivalent of you saying, well, there's chlorine in your salt. It's, but I'm just saying though, but you, if they put little, it's just the fact that, like I said, there's stuff like in there. Like you mean it's one molecule adjuvants. away from being yes. what's deadly? That's or the thing. Or it's connected to something. Like chlorine will kill you on its own, but, but then it's, they also, it's not going to with sodium, which is just table salt. But what they say also is, but it's, it's such a minute amount. It's not, it wouldn't do anything anyway. It's like, yeah, but if you're giving a kid fucking six, seven shots at a time. I Suddenly mean, the trace amount's higher? That's a, that's That was my theory. I just think that there should be better regulation on these companies and that they should be, you know, they, they should be able to get rid of all that stuff and replace. That's my, that was the only thing I had to say about it. But these people who are like so fucking like, oh no, you don't have to worry about the vaccinations or, you know, don't. See, that's a really privileged it's a, it's a, it's a, attitude to take as far as like, oh, you don't have to worry about that. Because what they're actually saying is, you don't need to get your shots because you're going to benefit from third-party positive <laughs> benefits, which is everyone else gets their shots and you get to have herd immunity. Well, you the, get to just be there, you know, because no one else has it. The thing that it's fucked up, and this has been—it's funny because you're seeing more of this. I mean, you know, like I said, we had the outbreak here, and then we uh, fucking Disneyland bullshit, which they said that the Disneyland one now, like, the probably over hundred some people have got it from other people, or it's spread through it. Um, if you total it up or something. So it's like now the politicians are coming out because it's kind of in the news more. Like I said, you've been posting stuff because it has been out there. And um, this is pretty funny. I got some stuff. They pulled some quotes from, and this is me shitting on conservatives because I like to do this. But Chris Christie came out and he was in England. And they, I guess they, because of the shit going on over here at the measles, they asked Chris Christie about it. And he said, it's important what you think as a parent it's more important what you think as a parent than what you think as a public official. I also understand that parents need to have some measure of choice in things as well. So that's the balance that government has to decide when asked if parents should get their kids vaccinated. So he's like, eh, it's, a, it's, it's the balance of things. You just have to figure Instead of just saying, yeah, motherfuckers, you need to get your goddamn kids these shots. And this is the same asshole who, I don't know if you guys remember when the Ebola crisis was going through. He ordered a nurse up there who had been to West Africa 
to be quarantined, even though she said had no symptoms or anything. He had her forcibly quarantined. <laughs> so, you know, we don't want to give the kids <clears throat> vaccinations so they can spread shit all over the place. But I'm going to fucking illegally quarantine this fucking bitch because she was over in Africa. So that's the kind of piece of shit he is. I mean, the thing is, is like if you're if you're allowing parents the choice of whether or not they're going to vaccinate their kids, at some point you have to also balance the fact that you're there for you're not really there for individuals as an as a public official. You're there for the public. And as far as the public goes, vaccinations are kind of important to participate in things that are public. Like well, everything. Like going to school. Like going to say. work. Like going to the grocery store. Like going anywhere that's not your home. So I understand that that choice thing or like the you're kind of forcing your populace to do something. I get that. That's fine. But honestly, you're here to participate in society, and as such, you probably ought to get vaccinated so you don't impose viruses and diseases on other people. But it's like you said, the you, you have to have these shots to get in schools. I mean, most of the local government, state governments, federal government, these are, it's mandatory, you know, mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. So it's kind of fucked up when you see public, I mean, a couple of these aren't, but most of these are public officials, and these are statements that they've made in the last couple of years about, like, uh, Rand Paul, who will be a presidential candidate, like Chris Christie for the Republicans. He told um, Laura Ingram, she's a conservative whore, talk show host, uh, he said, there are times when there must be mandatory rules, but for the most part, it ought to be voluntary. When I think it's a good idea to take a vaccine, I think that's a personal decision for individuals to take. I mean, it's like you can't... See, that's, that, once again, that's stupidity and kind of impositional on people who... like there. And you have to understand something. There are people who can't get vaccines, and they have to rely on the fact that you get vaccines because their immune system sucks. You know, people with AIDS, people who are elderly can't do a lot of that kind of shit because sometimes the vaccine will kill you. Sometimes you take the vaccine and your body can't fight just the broken down virus inside it. So they're like, listen, you have to rely on people taking vaccines so you don't get diseases because you have to rely on third person benefits. So no, that's bullshit. A lot of this also speaks to the fact that your public officials, people that are in the authority to make these kind of calls and to put in bills or legislation or whatever, have no fucking idea what they're really talking about. They're not experts in this field. They do not know. Mm-hmm. They rarely contact experts in this field to figure out exactly what their legislation should be about. So they Most just of go them, off the cuff, and they usually go with whatever their voters are thinking. Yeah, that's they what I was going to say. They just reaffirm whatever they're thinking, regardless of the outcome, just so they can get reelected. Did it's, I ever tell you? It's a load of shit. That's why I've, I've completely and totally been against career politicians, is because that's what it turns into. It, it turns, turns into, into people that are just regurgitating appeasing. information. Yeah, they're just appeasing their fan base, and that's it. Or they just throw out vagaries. Like, here's a couple others, and I'll, I'll throw some Democrats on the bus. Now, here's one from Hillary Clinton, who in 2008 said that she was committed to finding all possible causes of autism, including possible environmental causes. Uh, I don't, first of all, I don't get this environmental causes like vaccines. Is that an environmental cause? Uh, technically because Kinda. whenever you urinate or anything like that, it, um, like, um, women who have, you know, we, we talked about it on the show before, you know, anytime you take medication, the majority of it gets processed through your body and then wasted out. And then that gets into our water system, which doesn't necessarily get filtered out, and we ingest it. Hmm. So maybe that's what she's talking about. Possibly. Just hypothetically speaking. I do remember a study that an economist did about that. That was, it wasn't a cause. It was a correlation between like rainy days and autism. But his main cause was rainy days create a lot more television time for kids because they're inside all the time. So they're just watching TV all day. So his main link was like television causes a lot of autism. Whoa. And you see that in areas that have heavy rains hmm. where their autism rates are higher. Hmm. Um, Interesting study. Done by an economist. Thought that was weird. I'm going to call bullshit on that. I want to see some it's, hard it's facts. It's just a correlation. It's not really... He didn't really make a causation statement. Um, <clears throat> yes, sir. So here's a couple others. I'll do this from a couple of our past presidential candidates and our president now. John McCain, 
also told an audience one time, he said, it's indisputable that autism is on the rise among children. The question is what's causing it. And we go back and forth. There's strong evidence that indicates it has something to do with pervasive or pervasive. Is that even a word? I think it's supposed to say preservative, but it's spelled wrong. And vaccines. <laughs> I just highlight these Preservatives things, and vaccines. Okay. Yeah. It's not spelled right, but that's it. So he's saying that potentially preservatives and vaccines, which is kind of what I, I, that's not exactly what I was saying, but I'm saying that there's stuff in it that, you know, shouldn't probably be there. It's probably not good for kids. I don't think it causes autism. I think the problem with that particular claim is that the preservatives are always in vaccines. So if any vaccinated kid does end up having autism, it's always positive that there was a yeah preservative. But then... That, once again, is a false balance claim where he's not looking at the millions more cases that that happens and it doesn't occur. Yeah. That's what I was talking about, how you have to weigh your balances. So it's... Yeah, this is... That's like... Once again, it's, it's just a false balance. It's like, oh my God, they took a vaccine, it had preservatives, and they had autism? Well, my... Well, my yeah, thing, but millions others did it, and it didn't give them autism. I had this so. discussion with someone actually just tonight, who's in the medical field that thinks she knows so much. <laughs> so, what about the vaccinations? Because we were talking about that. Like, if I was like, I just think that if the government did more oversight and didn't let these pharmaceutical companies just put whatever they want, like because they, I, we did a bill. Like I read it on our show we did about vaccinations like two years ago, where. Some congressmen before the thing saying that they wanted to have like the aluminum, mercury, amount of all the fucked up shit that shouldn't be in these shots taken out. And the pharmaceutical companies fought them on it and then they got it where they could still put the stuff in, but just at a very low amount, like where they could still do it at a low amount. And I'm just like, why can't we just get rid of all of it? And it's is the same argument. It's like, well, even if it did cause well, one out the, of a hundred thousand kids, what is the purpose of it? The, it's their adjuvants, the the get the shit into the system. But they could come up with natural stuff. I think what it is. Are you sure they can? I, I'm pretty certain because I know that in some uh, vaccinations now they don't have that shit anymore. They've been able to take it out. I think they could take it out. I think it's just it's probably more cost. For the pharmaceutical company to do it, and you know, profit matters over people. Here's here's the thing that, about well, that. Well, yeah, I mean, here's they, the thing they, about that. Sometimes technology develops like that, like, hey, we're going to preserve this a different way because of public pressure, not mm -hmm. necessarily because the other thing caused a problem. Does it make sense? Like, yeah. if if people think that it's going to do that, you're going to find a solution that isn't that because. You're basically going to concede to public fear and my, or they're just not going to buy your shot. But my thing was just like this. It's like I understand that maybe it only fix like one out of every 100,000 kids that gets a shot that may have an adverse effect. But I'm like, if you can get that shit out of there, then we don't have to worry about that one kid in 100,000. That's my thing. If it's just – that's all I'm saying. I'm just like, we can fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. I understand that. I, I agree. And I, I just – I don't I think I've seen data that supports that though. Well, I can also see pharmaceutical companies not wanting to remove it because it's more costly effective. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. And they want to look at their profit margin. I mean, look at just, um, I mean, antibacterial medication. Like, that that field's dead. I don't know if everybody out there knows that, but that field doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. So the antibacterial medications that we have right now are the same that they were back in the 50s, and that's the way that they're going to be 50 years from now unless we change the way we act. And the problem is, is that there are bacteria out there that are becoming resistant. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody knows about this, but they're called a gram-negative bacteria. Um, have you guys done any kind of research or anything on this? No. <laughs> um, so gram-negative bacteria, are they're classified because they do not have a... Um, uh, retain the crystal violet stain um, that's used in gram staining methods of bacterial differentiation. So essentially, they have a different cell wall structure to where they resist the antibacterial medication. They don't break down the walls of the bacteria like they do with others. Um, so it doesn't die. It stays alive. Um and some of these are really fucking terrifying and have very, very high mortality rates, like over 50%. Um, and you would think that the majority of bacterial outbreaks would happen in hospitals, but more and more often it's happening out in the open. Like in just pools of water and things like that. It's happening all over the world. Um, typically places that are less hygienic. So third world countries. Yep. Um, it's happening more. I mean, it even happens in the United States. 
Um, but those typically happen in hospitals where people already have some kind of precondition and are subject to the bacteria based off of the hospital that they're in because they just, you don't know where it comes from. It could come from anything. Um, so there's this whole other research development area that is out there for these pharmaceutical companies to go out and try and treat and make people better and stop people from dying from these gram-negative bacteria. But instead of funding that research because it costs billions of dollars, and here's the problem with that kind of stuff, is that people only use it for a small amount of time. When you're giving your antibacterial medication, you use it for you know a couple weeks, something like that, and then it's over. That's it. It's done. It's not like uh, blood pressure pills where you have to take it for life or cancer pills that you have to take for life. So pharmaceutical companies do not get their return on this stuff. So they've all dropped. There's no research going on on, these, on the gram-negative bacteria at all. Not a damn bit. And they'll sit there and talk about how they're for public health and they're for caring about people. But they seem to not give a shit about this whole market share that's just dying because they get these gram-negative bacteria. It's fucking pathetic. And I can see the same thing with that is that they, they don't want to get rid of that stuff. They don't want to take they don't want to fund the research to try and get rid of all that stuff because it doesn't really affect that much people and they're making money off of it anyway. So why change things? That's the way I look at it. Yeah. And keep in mind too that motherfuck dude, so many people really don't know what the fuck. Okay, I'll give you an example of how people are really stupid about this. It's like when, when I had hand, foot, mouth, like over the summer last year, my, my mom and my boss both were like, why don't you go get like antibacterial medicine or something for that? And mm-hmm. I just like stared at them for a minute and I was like, it's a virus. <laughs> yeah, not the like, same thing. What does that mean? I was like, it's a virus. There is no cure for this. We don't even know if viruses are alive. Like it's a protein coat with DNA. Like we don't know what the fuck they are. So yeah, um... If you didn't know, <laughs> antibacterial medication does not cure viruses, turns out. It won't do shit to them. Really? Couldn't so, have told you. Yeah, um, there's a lot of of problems within this. And this is definitely like a very complex medical type issue to answer. Like trace amounts of mercury, what that does to your body. Whether or not there's been any data to support, you know, anything like that. And I haven't seen any. That's the other thing with that. I don't know. I seriously doubt that if, if a study ever came out that seriously supported the idea that trace amounts of that affected someone, that that would legally stick. Like, I'm sure at some point, like, oh, shit, we do not. need to get I don't say it does. I'm just saying we just know there's things in there that are known toxins. I just don't see why this should be in there. If, if you know it's bad, then just fucking get it out of there. That's all I'm saying. But I'm still get my kids shots. I mean, it's the you're still the fucking you're, that's yeah. the best thing yeah, to do. The other, I mean. the other statistics to look at for that are how uh, how many diseases have fallen off the edge of the map as far as the United States is concerned, like measles and the mumps and polio. Yeah, polio is a big one. And here's the scary thing. The scary thing, gentlemen, is keep this in mind. You can come back. That that virus, with that a vengeance. those bacteria that we got that we've gotten rid of with vaccines, they're not going anywhere. They're still there. Your body's just really good at fighting them because of vaccines. And if you're not getting vaccines, you're not good at fighting them anymore. I think uh, we can go on a positive note. I don't know if you guys saw this. This is why I pulled this for you fucking jerk who tried to jump on my goddamn Ebola story. Um, the first two large-scale trials of Ebola vaccine oh, okay, cool. are being sent out this week to uh, Monrovia. said the vaccine contains harmless fragments of the virus that trigger an immune response, like all fucking vaccines, as they do, according to the partnership. A collaboration between the United States and Liberia. So if we're involved in it, it's going to be top-notch, let me tell you. Um, the researchers okay. said that they need to. their aim is to enlist 27,000 healthy men and women aged 18 and over. So, Boggs, you want to volunteer to try out the vaccine? I have a four-year-old, and I am a well, single parent, so no thank you. Well, but it's harmless. It's just harmless fragments of the virus. It's not going to... It's going to make you... You will not get it. This is a vaccine, dude. Don't you want to get the vaccine? Then you could fucking make out with all the Ebola victims and shit. You won't get it. 
I, thought, I, I, I really thought for, for a very split second, I thought he was going to make a race joke. It, it, it makes you more resistant to it, but that doesn't mean that you can't get it. Which, by the way, <laughs> I think Wednesday I am going out with just, that girl again. Just like the, the measles what? outbreak, there are some people that have gotten the measles that have had vaccinations. It's just they got exposed to it at a high concentration, so their body couldn't fight it off. Hold on a second. What the fuck did you just say? I'm going out with, um, I don't want to say her name on air. What? Atrocious? No. Why did you? Why we're talking about Ebola? Are you talking about someone of color that you might have dated? Let's. Yes. God damn it! All right, dude. She's too cool. She's so awesome. She's badass. Really? Yeah, she's super cool. You. I. Okay, kids, get ready for another story in a couple weeks from Boggs about his love life. (laughs) On that note, Michael, do you want to uh, go with me to a jazz concert tomorrow? Tomorrow? Yeah. Anyway, folks. Hope you enjoyed the show. Eric can come too if he's Any, like go listen to, to our friends at the on digital. I'm gonna go listen to some jazz tomorrow. It's gonna be great. Also check out We the Gamer. <laughs> hey, our actually shout outrage. out, shout out to Brad too. Brad has a new podcast starting up. That's a an album review podcast. Pod blocked. Brad reviews an album. <laughs> Brad review. Or I what, actually what, dug what that was last it one. They said in digital frustrations. Brad reviews anal bum. <laughs> yeah, Brad reviews anal bum. <laughs> I like it. Um, I actually did. The, I dug the the Weezer one. Um, it's funny too. On that episode, he's like, "I'm not gonna have any guests or anything like that." And he texted me a little bit ago, uh, asking for something. I can't remember, but I was like, Head. "Well." I, he didn't ask me for anyway, head. Anyway, we'll talk ass. about this after the show. Anal Hope bum. you enjoyed it, folks. I want anal bum. But I told him that I was going on the show. He's like, I'll, I'll do that for you if you let me on your podcast. He's like, Enjoy the rest of your week. Cock.